0: Hi, everybody. This is Robert Rochelle with d3vbwest.com, and we're doing something pretty special, um, at least to me, in that we are going to have, uh, for the first time ever, guests on the podcast. So um, I'll get into why we're doing this maybe in a little bit, but uh, I'd like to greet officially, and and I just went over with them on the pronunciation of her last name, so I'm going to mess it up again, though. It's a tro- head coach of Sol Ros- uh, State University Troy, uh, Canaba and uh, Middle Junior Middle slash Setter Annika, uh, how's it going, guys?
1: It's going well, thank you.
0: And um, I explained to them right before we got on that uh, we're trying this for the first time. I'm going to see if my recording software will um, uh, keep up with this and get a decent enough quality. I'm sure my incompetence will make sure this doesn't work well, but we're going to give it a shot. Um, And we'll start, I think, a little bit with, um, Troy, maybe your background. I know um, that you attended uh, Sul Ross State, so maybe kind of start there and then um, lead into your coaching background.
1: Yeah, so I came to Los Ross. I got recruited uh, actually to play football and, and basketball, but um, I played six-man football. I came from a really small school um, in San and so uh, when I got here, I didn't like the 11-man stuff, and so I kind of just hopped over and, and uh, continued to play basketball, and I finished uh, uh, playing my career here. I uh, got my master's uh, here at Los Ross and I was actually a graduate of football, going softball. Um, at the time, and then uh, once I got done with my career here, I went off and became an athletic director for about two. Uh, got back to Alpine High School, and I was at Alpine High School for about six. Had a really good, uh, successful teams there, and, and uh, my my career kind of got pushed a little bit faster with the softball side of it because I'm the head softball and of here at Sawgrass, and. Um, I got uh, my my career got kind of boosted with uh, softball just because I had such good teams, but um, a couple years ago it, it kind of opened up where I can take a volleyball and, and ended up that I, I took it So I get to coach the two sports out of love and, and, and blessed to be able to have a, of course, Annika playing for me But uh, you know, it's it's a great place and um, I've been really blessed to be able to have
0: this job and, and I love it every day Yeah, and um... I know, I think last year, you know, this isn't a softball site, but uh, um, I know it's important to you but, you know, it's not really important to me, but uh, it, is, it is part of uh, why I wanted to talk to you guys today. But uh, on the volleyball side, I know uh, since you took over in, I think, 2017, and here comes my cat. I forgot about her. And um, uh, I, think that, I think you, last season, uh, was your best record since, I think, 2009. And I think ever since you've taken over, you've improved record-wise with the squad. So you're obviously taking it uh, to, to new heights. And um, I know last night you guys just played your first um, volleyball uh, match of the of the season, and um, I got to watch a bit of that. And it was it has to be a tough loss, I think. Uh, you ended up losing uh, twice to McMurray. Um, but I thought you guys played very well, and you, you took a set each time. So. Um, it, it looks like things are, are are going well, even though it's very early in the season.
1: Yeah, so we we started five freshmen um, uh, last night, and and with that, that's one of the things that you know we always we always compete against each other in practice. We just don't know until you compete against somebody else. But we recruited really well and got a good, good group. And there was a couple of times right there, you know in the in those matches that we you know we get a call one way or. We, we we'd be a little bit more aggressive on the offensive side rather than be a defensive side, and um, you know that those matches going to turn around. But Missouri's we always tough, and, and it was just a good, it was a good uh, eye opener for us and for my kids. But we came out and dominated, uh, dominated a couple, you know, for a little while, and we just kind of just. Uh, Again, um, just being the, the youth that we had, because they don't know how to finish and they got push through. Um, they were pretty emotional, they got excited and they got down. And so we we're trying to just uh, overcome all that stuff. But I think, um, you know, overall, I think we, we've improved a lot, but I think also we've brought some kids in that, that love being here so long, well, So they fit in the program and we just got to keep building. But, um, you know, I think it's just the, the recruiting board is getting a little bit better. I think that's, that's the, the key.
0: Yeah, it does seem as I look across the landscape of, of the volleyball teams. The freshmen, there's just so many freshmen, so many freshmen getting opportunities. Um, I, I kind of, I kind of surmise that in some regards, this may be the best year ever for freshmen because the returners really haven't gotten to play volleyball for over 460 days or whatever it is. It, whereas the freshmen, you know, have had a, had a better opportunity to play club ball and, and, and have played more recently than the people returning. So, um, who knows?
1: And that's true for our team too. You yeah, know, that's that, all those guys that are playing right now. Um, they they've been kind of in, in sync, and so um, you know they're they're a little bit ahead. do not, not want to say they're ahead, ahead of the game, but um, they're just their their skills are a little bit refined than the ones that, that kind of had to sit out because they there's nothing for those kids, and so um, we're trying to bring them along, and also these young ones along too. So, yeah. so it's, it's just a child time.
0: Yeah. So, Anika let's uh, let's talk about you a little bit. I know that you uh, played at Alpine High School. Did you get an? I don't think you got an opportunity to play for your father there, or did you?
2: Uh, Yes, sir. I was playing. I played for him my freshman year of high
0: school. Oh, did you? Okay. In in volleyball or softball or both? In
2: both.
0: Okay. Yes, sir. Okay. Awesome. And and, you know, you graduated in 2018. I think you're currently a junior. Um, You you play as I mentioned at the top. You play an unusual middle blocker slash setter position. why don't you, maybe one or both of you talk about that. How, do, how does that come about? Are you just playing to Annika's strengths at that, at that point?
1: Uh, yes, sir. It's one of those, um, you know, in high school, because I coached her as a freshman, um, we kind of run a three-middle offense just because, you know, in high school a lot of times you only have three like um, pretty dominant hitters. And mm-hmm. so we were able to separate them and, and, and space them out um, through our lineup to be able to be the most dominant that we could be. And so she uh, – she was always pretty good with her hands and setting. And so we just continued it, you know, just one of those things, you know, she's only five seven, and she's playing middle. And, um, she's a little undersized. People look at her when we go play, they're like, really, that's her. But, um, you know, she, she jumps out of gym pretty well, and she, um, you know, she does pretty good. But I, I think it's just her strengths and her leadership, too, because uh, I think mean, her ability to, um, you know, just do her job and, and, and keep everybody calm has really helped our program out. And um, I just think it's just one of her, her strengths to be able to do both of those things.
0: Yeah, and yeah, as you, as you mentioned, she jumps out of the gym. Um, definitely something you see when, when, when you stream or you watch in person. Um, and then as a freshman, she came in, Annika, and you were uh, the ASC West Division Freshman of the Year. And uh, you made second team uh, West Division. And then your sophomore year, you made all-conference um, and had some very impressive statistics across the board. And in fact, last year, I think you ended up with seven triple-doubles. Um, which is getting double digits in three different statistical categories. And in fact, you had one last night as well. Um, so I, you've definitely had a, a wonderful beginning of, of your career. Do you have any, any goals or anything that you'd like to see for the last two, two seasons?
2: Um, yes, sir. I just wanted to do whatever I can to help my team, you know. Um, the stats and everything, it's, it's all good and whatnot, but um, I really just try to do what's best for the team whether that's getting kills or just assists or just playing defense, whatever I can do. And um, I just want to help improve this program, hopefully get to the conference tournament. That's one thing we haven't done since I've been here. So um, I'm hoping to do that and push our team and just overall make this program better so uh, we can get more people to come and um, just improve the program.
0: Yeah, sure. So I wrote about this a little blurb Sunday. I'll, I'll kind of mention it just for the podcast. You know, I stumbled – I was looking on Twitter, and I saw the ASC uh, tweet out the, the watch list for softball. And there was Annika on the watch list. And I thought, well, that's strange. They have two athletes there named Annika Canaba, And and of course, it took me a half a minute. And I'm like, no, I'm, I'm just being dense. That's the same person. And I thought, well, that's an interesting story. Maybe I'll reach out to the, the, the coach and, and see how that's going to work. Because the pandem- pandemic has kind of pushed those seasons together. And then as I was starting to write the email, I was like, oh, that's right. He coaches both volleyball and softball. So he's having to deal with the conflicts internally. And so then as I'm then write Troy, I put your email down. I'm like, oh, man, I'm really dense. I, I think that's his father or her father. And um, so it, it, it took me a matter of about four minutes through this process. Um, and I thought, well, that, it'd be very interesting to, to talk to you guys and, and see a lot of different issues um, that, that probably happened for you that don't happen for others. Um, so that's kind of how this all came about. And I've got some questions and I want to touch on a couple things, but, um, let's, um, start with you, Troy. It's uh, it's obviously unusual for college coaches to take on two different sports, but you seem to have done this, not even not, not just at Sol Ross, but really your entire coaching career. How, how does this work for you? How, how much conflict does it exist in normal years? Not, not, not the pandemic years.
1: Well, in normal years, there's really not very much. There's a little bit of overlap because, you know, of course, we play football and ball, ball you know, softball, and also the same thing for swimming mm-hmm. uh, and volleyball. Um, so there's there's about four weeks uh, that kind of overlap um, while we're doing one sport and the other. So those times get real, real crazy just because I'm I'm coaching, um, you know, practices, trying to keep one going and then make sure we're taking care of the other one. And so um, both for about two against uh, me in both semesters, there's like those weeks that get yeah. This semester is just, you know, it's it's a, it's a whole different one. But, you know, the normal years, it's really not too bad. Um, you know, there's a couple of, like I said, those four weeks are getting kind of crazy. But then it goes back to normal, and then we just continue with volleyball, on and then we change our our hats to softball, and once we going to softball, then we kind of change our hats to, uh, to volleyball. I've been really blessed with the recruiting part that I, I've been able to get done in the in uh, the summers, and so I don't really have to do a whole lot of recruiting um, during the year. And so mm-hmm. that helped me out a lot, too.
0: Okay. Um, now, Annika, with D three, you know, as, as as your dad just mentioned, there really isn't a lot of crossover between volleyball, you know, and softball normally. How how does this season differ for you, uh, because you are sharing the same season?
2: Um, uh, it's definitely different, and it's definitely challenging. You know, you go from um, having class all morning, and then you ha- we start soft. I mean, volleyball practice at two, and then as soon as we're done with volleyball practice. We go to softball practice, and then as soon as we're done with that, we still have weights to make up. And so, um, you know, it's definitely challenging, but um, I enjoy it. It's It's been different, but it's a lot of fun.
0: Yeah. You know, you just mentioned the weights and, and, and your workouts. Is Do you find that the workouts necessary for volleyball are similar to softball, or are they are they different?
2: Um, I think they're pretty similar just because, um, you know, you – just have to get your body strong, so that way you're. Um, I think just weightlifting overall helps in any sport. You know, just yeah. Getting those muscles strong, you get bigger, faster, stronger, and that that helps. Okay.
0: Yeah. So I, I kind of looked at the schedules, and I and I and I was surprised not to see really any conflicts between the softball and the volleyball games. I think you have one on March twenty seventh. Um, have you guys looked at that, or is that some like are you? Do, are you ha- Do you guys know of any conflicts between the two sports? That's
1: the one. Um, that one is going to be really interesting because we'll play, uh, we'll play a doubleheader for softball on uh, Friday, uh, single game on Saturday, and then we'll play a doubleheader for volleyball Saturday afternoon. And so we'll have five games, or still have five games, or we'll have five games, however you want to look at it, in that weekend within the two, uh, two-day span. And so the biggest thing that we uh, – I've been really lucky, though. We had some really – our trainers that have done really well. Um, we've been really monitoring her, her, um, her bodies and her body and, and her wear and tear um, on her and make sure that we're resting her and icing her and taking care of her because that's the, we just don't know. We don't know how much is too much and how much is not enough. And so um, it's a lot of communication with me, she is her. She isn't my daughter. And so she's pretty open to me and telling me, yeah, I'm really sore. No, I'm not. Or, you know, I can go or I don't care. You know, right. So, so
0: just what I was saying, but we just have to have a lot of communication to make sure we're monitoring her so she doesn't get hurt, um, and then also the mental side of it because it's it's um, pretty stressful because she's
1: in a stressful role for me in softball too. She's my starting center and also my middle hitter, but mm-hmm. she's also my shortstop and my number three hole hitter. So um, they both kind of have different challenges. But, um, you know, the mental side of it um, is pretty stressful, so I want to make sure that she's thinking, take care of it as much as possible.
0: Yeah, right. Um, can you guys? Kind of briefly discuss what went through your head when you you kind of realized or learned that for 2021 that these sports would conflict. Um, were there any ever t- was there any a time where you thought of just playing one sport?
1: Yeah, we we actually talked about it uh, with her um, and just told her to and because there's a there's a lot of different things. So the NCAA, of course, there's no championships in, in uh, volleyball. So mm-hmm. um, you know there is a softball as of right now. Um, <laughs> yeah. You know we all know but so we we kind of went that route that thinking at first we'll just do softball and you know play what we can with volleyball but you know um, both of us are pretty competitive and, and we both kind of we saw it as a challenge and um so we visited about it and of course you know we visited with mom about it and, and uh we kind of talked about it you know we just kind of you know, going into this thing i'm um, excited but at first it was like oh no like there's no way we can so um, the conference did really well with us uh, as far as like and moving games and setting up so there's not too much conflict but uh, you know there it is it's just it's, it's going to happen and, yeah. uh, and we just kind of deal with it and just kind of move on but, um, this is definitely a one for the Brooks um, I, I, I'll, I'll never I'm
0: never hopeful hope i never have to do this ever again but uh, <laughs> yeah. it's been pretty interesting
1: it's been stressful it's been stressful for me and her just because you know you, we organize one and then we got to organize the other and we're going back and forth and um, sometimes, things uh, get lost in, in, the, in the transition. So we got to organize the other, we work back and forth. And, um, sometimes, uh, get lost in, in, the, in the transition. So, um, we always have to go back and double check and make sure everything's right.
0: Yeah. Um, well, it, it sounds like the conference, as you said, was supporting your unique situation.
1: Oh yeah, they were, um, all the coaches were really good about like if we called and said, Hey, can we move this to a day uh, game or a week game, like an early week game? Yeah. And then they were really good about that. And then um, they were willing to move it for us. And, and, you know, uh, our conference was really good about, they knew when they, when this came up that I coached both. And so they were kind of looking out for me, which is, which is nice because uh, I appreciate it a lot because uh, like I said, uh, uh, they didn't want any of my programs to suffer and, and, um, so they, they really did a
0: really good job. And, uh, okay, good. Yeah. So switching a little bit over maybe to, um, the fact you guys are related. I'm curious, and we've talked about recruitment a little bit. I'm curious how the recruitment of Annika came about, you know, was it a done deal that she was coming to Sol Ross or were there other schools in, con- uh, in consideration?
1: So when, um, about our junior year, of course, was like everybody else, you know, we started the recruiting process and everything. And so, uh, we looked at our school to play both sports, and yeah, um, you know there was she had a lot of offers as far as softball goes, and so volleyball was kind of like we kind of focused a lot on softball at that time, and, and so she had quite a few offers. We went to visit a couple schools, told them that they played volleyball. But of course, she's five seven and she's a middle, and <laughs> so yeah. they looked and kind of laughed. And, uh, and so, to make a long story short, anyway, she started to go play for Love Christian. So uh, she had a scholarship there to play softball, and. Uh, so we talked to a lot of coaches. Um, neither one of them were willing to give up for, for both sports. So mm-hmm. um, we signed uh, to go play for Love of Christian, and then that was in early um, November. And then in December, our volleyball coach ended up leaving, and uh, ended, I ended up taking it, you know, a little bit previous to that, mm-hmm. um, the year before that, and uh, we're well, actually her third junior And so we just signed, and we thought this was going to happen, and about, um, you know, right before she left, or right before her senior year was over, he was like, Dad, what about me staying here and playing for you? And I was like, but like babe, I would love for you to. Uh, I think that'd be awesome. I want you. But you're gonna have to call coach and see if we'll let you out. And, and coach Hayes, had love the questions with us and understood and understood the dynamic and being able to coach her sports and right and her career for me. And so uh, it's been a dream. I've coached her all the way since she was eight. I coached her in high school, junior high, and high school. And so I've coached her all the way. It's a it's a great relationship. You know, we 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 butt heads every once in a while. Yeah, not as so much now um, as we did early in her career, but um, it's just a great dynamic. But once she did that, when she decided that she wanted to come here, it was like a done deal, and I was, like, so happy. Um, she's helped to, uh, you know, she's done a lot of programs and helpful because um, with her on the, on, the, on the court and the field, it's kind of to, helped to bring some other the kids in, and so we're excited. But, yeah, it, it, was, a, it was definitely a blessing in disguise.
0: Yeah, it all, it all worked out, it sounds like, at the right time. Um, <laughs> my cat is walking across again. Annika, um, did you have... So during this process, did you have any concerns initially playing for your dad at a college level?
2: Um, not really. I just, I knew I wanted to play both and um, if staying meant that was the only way I was going to do it, I was willing to do it. At first, I, I knew it was going to be tough because, you know, he's always harder on me as it is. So I knew it was going to be a lot and it was going to be challenging, but um, I knew it was something that I wanted to do.
0: Well, you just mentioned that he's harder on you, and that was actually my next question to Troy. Um, you know, do do you do you how do you handle coaching your daughter in either one of the sports? Are you, do you think you're tougher on her, or do you treat her the same? Or?
1: No, not, not even. Um, I'm a lot tougher on her. And a lot of times, what happens is like I get mad at my other team or somebody else does something. And I usually take it out on her, and it's not right, but. <laughs> but. <laughs> I won't get fired if I yell at her and scream at her and get mad at her as much as I did somebody else. No, I I have really high expectations, and and she knows it. And then, um, you know, I, 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 I I just I expect more from her. Not that I expect any less from anybody else, but. I think I can set example with her, um, just by you know, you know me staying on her and because she's doing everything right. And then also too, we kind of have to too because you know the dynamic of you know well, well, she's her, she's his co- his daughter, mm-hmm.
0: you
1: know, and, and you gotta you gotta kind of have to fight that battle every once in a while. But you know, the thing that that's been we've been really lucky and really blessed is that she's had a good career, her stats and her her play kind of you know, speaks for herself. And so I don't have to. Uh, defend that as much as I did at the very beginning um, but so you know people look at her like or like when she messes up they want to know if I'm going to yell at her or get mad at her or just let her slide and most of the time you know, I'm I'm pretty tough on her but uh, she's she's handled it pretty good uh, mom doesn't handle it very well <laughs> but she handles it pretty good um, but it's like I guess it's just uh, I suspect a lot from it's gotten better the older she's gotten and the older we've gotten is that she's she knows what I expect now, and I don't have to do a lot of that. And mm. so it's been really enjoyable this year, um, and I think next year going to be a lot of fun. Just so I can sit back and watch her play, and yeah, not really do too much.
0: Well, you, you, you segued and kind of took care of my next two questions, which was to Annika: If you've ever sensed issues being the coach's daughter from the team, do you, do you have have you have you had some issues there, or has it been pretty seamless?
2: Um, lately, it's gotten a, a lot better. You know, at first it. It's just, that's, I mean, that's something people automatically think. It's just mm-hmm. like, well, he, that's his daughter. Of course she's going to get away with this or, and it's actually the opposite. You know, I can't, I don't get away with anything. He's on me, um, even more so. And I think my teammates see that a lot more now, um, that, you know, most, like my dad said, uh, a lot of the time he's frustrated with somebody else and he'll take it out on me, which I mean, I'm used to it, so it's fine, but, um. I think my team makes me that a lot more now, and so I think more so now they feel for me than, than, than thinking I'm
0: not. So now instead of any jealousy, you're getting some pity is what you're thinking.
2: Some sympathy, yes, sir.
0: <laughs> well, I, I, and I had a question. I didn't know if I was going to ask it, but I, I was wondering if mom ever got involved in any kind of conflicts. It sounds like she will make her voice heard if, if it needs to be.
2: Oh, yes, sir, definitely. My mom always has my back. <laughs>
0: <laughs> That's good. Um... So Troy, you know, obviously you're you're very proud of your daughter. Has has there ever been a time on the field or the court where Annika did something extraordinary where your inner dad came out and you kind of forgot you were a coach for a second? It
1: happens a lot, and I, I have to like uh, I have to kind of like um, tone myself down a little bit because I, I and that's a hard part too. Is like you know I, I want to um, when I post up or I tweet things I have to like I say I think mean, my dad moment you know or. A proud dad because I want them to understand that there's a there's a I'm her dad but I'm a coach too but you know also too there's there's things that she does and I'm I'm so proud of and then you know sometimes I feel bad because I don't get to boast in it or I don't get to you know like really enjoy it because you know I got I got you know 16 other girls on the volleyball team I got 23 other girls on softball that Mm -hmm. I don't want them to feel like they do anything less but just that you know I'm a dad and she's my daughter and, and you know there's things that she does and i'm very proud of her and then so there's there's moments that i that, that i forget and um, we have some really cool moments on the roads and, and you know, when we're traveling and and uh, on the field and the that that we get to you know just to be able to have her with me all the time and, and coach her and, and and have those conversations with her and, um i'm just really lucky but yeah it happens quite, a, quite often to be honest with you but i, I just try to Try to tone her down as much as I can, just because I don't want anybody else to put, like they feel uh, any less worthy than. But you know, yeah, you know, she does. Like last night, you know, she she played really well last night. And, you know, there's times that she get kills, and I'm just like, yes, that's my kid. You know, <laughs> yeah. And, and, and like I'll do it in, inside, hit a fist pump, or get excited a little bit, then I gotta calm down because I, you know, I don't want to show favoritism. But again. She's
0: my daughter, and it's tough sometimes. Right. So for those that don't know, last year, 2020, the softball season was actually cut short due to the pandemic. So you both have gone through that situation, and you've also obviously been through the fact that the volleyball season, you kind of knew early on that it wasn't going to happen. Um, and now you're playing both sports um, currently, whereas like California has decided not to, to play sports. What's What are your opinions on continuing during the pandemic playing sports versus maybe just suspending another year uh do you feel like sports is, is is necessary do you feel like this is the way the right way to go
1: you know that's you know that's that's a tough question because like you know there's there's not really a right or wrong answer to it but for, for us i i find that my, my players had a really hard time during the downtime um you know there's nothing for them to do they become mentally you know uh, stress because they don't have a they don't have outlet. Um, this is what they do, they've done, you know, like we were just talking about they've done it since they're for like, you know, 8 and under, 10 and under, you know, playing club ball right. and then all of a sudden everything just stops and so, you know, try to find try to keep them active and try to keep them all the stuff and, and you know, like we talk about all the time is that we just got to be safe and be smart and make good decisions about uh, continuing to play because for us to continue to play, we got to do these protocols and make sure that the things that we need um, to ensure that we can play, but that's tough. I just think I just think the kids, you know, it's so um, they're so used to just going and, and having, you know, having a, uh, you know, having a plan and having a schedule and knowing that they have practice and, and for that all that to stop was really tough. It was really tough for my softball teams because we were in the middle of it and all of a sudden it was just shut off. Like you said in Baltimore, we kind of knew and kind of prepared. Uh, For but you know, it's just like we were so excited about the year, then all of a sudden it's just done. And so my my softball team had I uh, struggled with a uh, bit, mm-hmm. and so um, you know those are conversations that we have to just talk about all the time. But I, I think we just need to continue. We just got to do it in a safe manner, um, just so that we ever get keep safe and we can kind of bring this thing back up, like well, mm-hmm. or whatever else. But um, I think it's very important that we, we play just because of the, the mental
0: um, aspect of the our. our Student athletes, you know, that's, that's yeah. So Annika, I know that I think it's up to the schools in the ASC about whether to wear a mask during games. I don't know during practice if you're wearing masks. What's the hardest thing about wearing a mask and playing volleyball or practicing volleyball?
2: Um, it's just definitely different. You know, even to communicate with others it just the mask covers you up and so you have to speak louder. You have to make sure that you keep that communication and then even just conditioning at times you know you're in there playing and stuff and it gets hot in the mask inside the mask but mm-hmm. um i think we, we we all understand that it's for our safety and in order to keep playing that's something we have to do then we've got to do it and we'll do anything to keep playing you know so um, it's definitely different than before but um it's worth doing if we're if that means we get to play
0: yeah. Well, I, I wrote some questions down while while we were talking. I'll try to – I know we're running a little bit long here. I don't know what long is, actually. But, um, Annika, I think this is probably the most important question. And keeping in mind that this is a volleyball podcast and a volleyball website, what is your favorite sport, volleyball or softball?
2: <laughs> um,
1: I'll say volleyball. <laughs>
0: All right. Well, that was the correct answer. Um. Okay.
1: Here's what I'm going to tell you. Uh, it, it is really volleyball. Uh, I know she loves softball and everything else, but she changed her whole career and her whole uh, schooling and her scholarship and all that stuff to come back and to play, volleyball. To play so, yeah,
0: To play the second uh, sport. So,
1: yeah. So she, uh, you know, that was one of the things that she was just like, wasn't willing to give up volleyball yet. And, and we were, and you know, that's happening I mean too. We were very fortunate to position where she can come and do both here. Um, but it was one of those things that she didn't want to give up volleyball. And We talked about it and, um, so yeah, I really think that that's a pretty good, pretty good decision.
0: There, so, <laughs> so yeah, I wrote this down. Where we, we kind of touched on recruiting just a bit. Um, why don't, since we've have got you on the air here, why don't you give me a, a good thirty second spiel on why recruits should come to Sol Ross?
1: You know, I think one of our one of the biggest things that we're a state school, so we're, we're pretty uh, inexpensive as far as like it goes. Um, we got beautiful uh, campus. You know, we're we're in the middle of uh, uh, you know down down here in, the, in, in uh, the Big Bend area, and it's beautiful. And um, we we have a lot of great things down here. But the biggest thing is that you know I, the biggest sell I have is that like, i got to tell everybody is that you know I, I treat my players like they're my own kids. I want them to succeed. I want them to I want them to uh, you know do well in life uh, in college. Um, and then also my job is to prepare them and get them better on the court, but then also also. The and so I think that that personal uh, touch that we were, that I feel like I bring to the um, to the sport and also to the university kind of helps. Um, but I think for the most part I think is just that you know we're we're in a good place. Um, the, the cost is um, is great compared to a lot of the universities and
0: mm-hmm. so I think part of the- And then it look it looks like for those that don't know Sol Ross is in Alpine Texas and Alpine Texas is Uh, It's kind of in between El Paso and San Antonio, more on the south side, I guess, south of Edessa. I guess you really, the nearest school to your west that has D3 is probably in California, I think. Um, Yes. So I would imagine that there's a lot of kids in the El Paso area or New Mexico area that are looking for something that are relatively close, and Sol Ross seems like a natural fit.
1: Yeah, that's that's correct. Our, our closest one uh, for D3 is, is actually in California and the closest is actually in Abilene, which is, of course part of in there So, um, yeah, there's a lot of kids that are in this area, in this West Texas area, and even the, even the part of that South Arizona area that that are looking to come. And also too, like you know, a lot of the, the communities are smaller, the, the, so it kind of fits. Like, this so our loss kind of fits. For, mm-hmm. If you look at, if you look at my roster, a lot of my kids are from El Paso. The majority of them are more. Mm-hmm. Um, that's what for volleyball. Softball we're kinda of spread out a little bit. Um, but for volleyball it's it's a lot of those El Paso kids and um you know it's it's a hot bed over there in El Paso, they got a lot of good volleyball and so we're really blessed to be able to get some of those kids and so um again, you know, the best recruiters that we have are our kids and so um that's that's helped a lot and so I think that's the biggest thing, boom. Um, yeah. Um it's it's kinda of crazy to think about on the west side that's the closest uh, D three to us, but it really is.
0: Yeah oh hello my cat's not gonna um let's see i think how that was pretty much um what i had was there anything that you guys want to discuss in in, in the realm of, of of the conflicts that you guys face between softball and volleyball or um anything with the pandemic or really anything at all
1: no not really i just you know i wanted to tell you thank you for you know um calling us and and, and telling our story because i think it's a really unique story um uh, but I appreciate everything that you did for volleyball and for D3, and I hope this podcast works, and hope <laughs> I really want to hear it and, and see it. But um, if there's anything we can ever do over you know, here, for, um, I wish luck to everybody else, and all across the, you know, the country in volleyball. Um, you know, we just got to be smart and be safe and make sure that we take care of ourselves so we can use this game. This game that we, and, um, and, you know, we have awesome people like you that covering it um and, and you know give us a voice and, and so um i just want I, I don't want to tell you thank you i'm sure Annika's saying right but you know i appreciate it and thank you very much
0: well thank, thank you i you know i have yet to meet a, a d3 coach that hasn't um you know been giving uh, and willing to uh spend time in order to promote not really their school but to promote the sport and um i think that's also you know what we're, we're seeing here as well um annika thank you so much um, i do enjoy watching you play um, it, it's, you really are, you know, a jo- as, as a former middle who thought he could set, you are almost my idol, I would have to say. Um, I love that you get to do what you get to do. Um, and, uh, Troy, thank you so much for your time. And, um, uh, it is still recording. So we do have a shot of this making it to the podcast. So we'll just have awesome. to see. Uh, thank but, th- but you thank much. you both. Thank you. All right. Thank you. So that was Annika and Troy Kanaba, uh, both a player from Sol Ross State and the head coach, um, kind of going through um, some of the conflicts between uh, the two sport athlete uh, during this uh, pandemic spring. Uh, they, they obviously, uh, they get the opportunity uh, to do it that's others don't, and uh, they're able to, to, to manage it and find a, a way through. And uh, so it was good talking to him. And um, I just want to thank you. If you've made it this far on the podcast, I do appreciate it. And Ricky, Ricky Nelson, if you're out there and you're listening and you made it to this point, that means that you and I can now do a podcast together. Just give me a call. Thanks, guys. Till next time.